Welcome to another episode of The Witch's Haunt. As always, I'm your host, Anna, aka Cedar Moon. In this podcast, I share information about magic, spirituality, and life as a modern witch. Every week, we unravel ancient wisdom, discover the secrets of tarot, occult, and all things witchy. And my goal here is to support each other on our own sacred path. Let's dive into the mysteries of this universe together. And shout out also, guys, to my YouTube channel, as so many of you have recently discovered it. I just want to mention I also have a YouTube channel. You can find me under my handle at Cedar Moon, where I'm pretty much posting a lot of stuff around tarot readings, but also just a variety of different spiritual topics, so check it out if that podcast is resonating with you. Chances are you might as well love the content over on YouTube. So, okay, today's topic is a follow-up of um, of the episode on karmic partnerships, karmic, karmic relationships, which to be honest, of course, to understand this whole thing better, it would be probably advised that you're gonna listen to this episode as well, but I'm not gonna tell you what to do. Um, Even if you haven't listened to it, you can still um, listen to this episode as I'm going to explain different types of relationships that we might come across during our life path here, our life on earth in this realm, uh, if you want to call it this. So yeah, so pretty much let's get started with the basics and then work our way to the main topic of today. So uh, there are three different types of relationships that we can come across when it comes to karmic slash uh, relationships that are meant to guide us spiritually in our journey on this earth. Now, the first one I'd start off with is the karmic partnership, which is usually not an easy relationship. It's um, it's really hard to let go of this relationship. It's uh, turbulent. It's very emotional. It's very heated. It's pretty intense. It's like hot and cold kind of energy. Um, You're being brought together to learn a lesson or also to work through trauma, which is not really pleasant. So usually the karmic relationship will be a relationship that is not really in and of itself a very pleasant experience, yet it is oftentimes very important for us to learn certain lessons that we are here to work through and to learn. And, you know, all these karmic debts that we carry around um, and we're having the opportunity with this, to put it like in a positive light, we do have the opportunity to learn and grow by working through our trauma. So, you know, this of course also ties into karmic issues, karmic topics that you have brought with you from a past life. So a karmic partner can really trigger a lot of healing, um, but also this comes with a lot of pain. Now, soulmates, on the other hand, which is another type of relationship that you can come across. uh, By the way, a soulmate doesn't necessarily have to be your lover, your partner, your spouse, you know, it can just be someone you, you're friends with, you meet, it's kind of designed for you to meet them, you're, you're meant to meet them, it's an, usually it's characterized by an instant connection, you feel like you've known this person, you, just like you meet them, and it's like, wow, I just know this person, usually it's an easy relationship, it's like an easygoing type of relationship that feels like, just mutual understanding you're at the same level soul level as well so not only you know same interests and everything it's 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 way way deeper than just you know we like the same thing so let's be friends it's really more of a wholesome spiritual relationship usually as an easy relationship compared to the karmic partnership where it's like up and down and issues flare up and you're triggering each other all the time which is on the other hand a soulmate is typically you know 
For many people in a romantic sense, this would be the person that you're going to marry or, um, you know, you want to spend your life with and they will, they will teach you self-love. They will teach you how to appreciate yourself and how to see yourself in this light of love. Now, there's also the third type of relationship that I wanted to touch on as it is all connected to each other, which is a twin flame as it was kind of on TikTok so recently, like so often. And I just wanted to shine a light on this topic as I think many people don't really understand the concept of it, right? Because, you know, it seems to be like a trend thing, which I think it's underestimated what a twin flame connection really is and how challenging it is and everything like this. So a twin flame is someone you share the same soul with. It's a much more intense connection than a soulmate because you share the same soul. It's literally the other half of your soul. That's, you know, you could call it that. It's a breathtaking connection. It's filled with synchronicities. Like everything about yourself that you've been running away from is being reflected back to you by this person. That is kind of the energy that it is. And it's not necessarily this soulmate connection where you meet someone, you feel so good with them, and you are being brought into this realm of self-love and everything is so smooth but a twin flame is also very challenging so this is this is the overview of it and now let's really get into the twin flame so a sentence that described it well for me was two complementary forms of consciousness bound together throughout eternity I mean, that sounds so poetic, not gonna lie, I love poetry so much, but it just was a good sentence, so I just, like, put it in the episode. So, of course, this is a very abstract concept, even for people who are spiritual, this is nevertheless, it's, you know, you can't really grasp it, you can't grasp your soul, and often we are not really aware of our soul, you know, we are all souls, in a body, our body is just the vessel that we travel around in. So to explain it a bit more, I hope I can do this well enough today. A twin flame is a soul separated at birth or moment of incarnation. This connection is one of divine and pure love. It's, it's not like this love that we know in the 3D realm. It's it's a soul love. It's like not tied to ego perspectives. It's a connection on a soul level, which means even if twin flames are apart, they are always connected because in the end, the 5D is where the souls are. You know, our soul lives kind of on this 5D plane and the 3D is just our reality where our body is currently staying that's you know we have to stay in the 3d you know your body can never move to the 5d if it makes sense it's sort of like a connection on the astral plane oftentimes which makes it more complicated quote unquote is twin flames are separated through circumstances here in our 3d world which might be um age an age gap between them religion place of living, etc. So it's almost like, yes, two souls, but on the outside, from the outside looking in, it's like, hmm, two completely different energies here in the 3D realm. And there are two main types. So two, you know, two types of twin flames. Um, because it's, I don't want to overbear this with information, so twin flames are either one soul split into two bodies or they are two whole souls that are an exact energetic blueprint of one another so kind of like 
copies, you could say, I mean, for lack of a better term. And then there are also Starseed Connections, which I'm not going to go too deep in today, but we are going to have a couple of episodes about Starseeds, which I'm so interested. I'm like, as a starseed myself, I'm like, yes, let's go. Finally getting into these topics. I'm so thrilled. But as I said, these two individuals will meet or, I don't know, cross paths in some way, shape, or form. They will eventually then have a sort of what is called a soul recognition, where they realize an intense bond that cannot be rationally explained. So it's kind of like they meet and then they will be locked together at first meeting. So much so that it can even be obsessive, possessive, or extremely impulsive. The spark is so strong between them that they can't let go of the thought of one another. Whatever the situation is, whatever the relationship is, like, I mean, some twin flames are also married, you know, uh, they meet this random person, quote-unquote seemingly random person, and they are just overwhelmed with, oh my god, what's going on? What is happening to me? This is so supernatural. How can this be? And it is, you could say it's really an experience that is even more mystic than the mystical experiences you probably had before, so it's kind of unexplainable. But With this being said, as an INFJ, of course, I ask myself, yeah, that's all nice, but what is it good for? Because it all has to be good for something or not. (laughs) And yes, it is good for something. It has to be. I mean, this universe is designed that way. It wouldn't do something like this or create such an intense energetic connection without any sort of reason behind it, of course. So... um, The main reason is the mission or the purpose. So the purpose, the mission of Twin Flames is to raise the vibration by bringing unconditional love, which I kind of was touching on, this love that is not the love we usually know. It's not the love that is bound to ego-based condition like you know, if you do this, I'm going to do this, you know, oftentimes we have this mindset of, oh, now you've done XYZ, okay, I'm going to love you less, because you've done this thing that I don't like, and now I love you less as a punishment, things like this, like this ego-based thinking is not present in this form of love, as it is a soul connection, it's not, you know, it's also, of course, these two people have an attraction towards each other physically, romantically like they feel attracted towards each other but it's more of a soul connection where you're not really looking at the body necessarily but the soul as a as of the whole (laughs) being that you know we are all beings but oftentimes we really don't look at our souls because we're still in this ego based concept of attraction and you know seeing the physical form more than the soul if it makes sense if i i don't know if i could explain what's going on inside my head properly but you get what i mean i hope so it's essentially about raising the vibration and uh, bringing this universal type of love to the world and this shows up as a deep desire also to achieve and, and grow together so these people are going to meet and the goal in and of itself which the universe is kind of like that's the reason behind it all is to create a better world quote-unquote in and this can be by many things you know the shift that has been going on for a couple of years now is it's trending towards a future where people will use their gifts, their healing powers in order to serve the collective. And that is also unconditional love. It's moving away from just thinking about money, just thinking about profits. We are moving away from this and moving into this higher vibrational alignment. So Twin Flames might have they might have this awakening where they have the soul recognition they they get hit by this cosmic flow of 
unexplainable feeling and just a rush of energy in their body that they can't really pinpoint down where it comes from. And this eventually triggers them to also find their mission. They're kind of activated by this. So they would, for example, I don't know, probably change careers if they aren't already in a healing field or if they aren't already into spirituality it kind of forces them pushes them in a certain direction to kind of wake up you're here for a reason this is your mission you know the way you approach it is kind of up to you what you do i think it goes with everyone who wants to be healer or who feels the need to be a healer. I mean, what you do in the end, how you use your gifts, what you do to heal others, if you're doing Reiki or shamanism or tarot or whatever you choose to do, or maybe you're going to do this for two years and then universe or spirit is going to be like, hey, uh, this has been amazing, but why don't you open up a retreat center or why don't you travel and help people all around the world? And, you know, this is kind of like what I'm picking up on as well in the collective, not only um, the, you know, talking twin flames, but generally speaking, we are entering a world where it's really all about the collective, all about this how can we create a better world? Because what we're doing right now isn't working. It's just like simply not working. And we know this collectively, but it takes it takes more healers and more people to be willing to step on into this mission. It's not an easy mission because every healer, everyone, that's like how I see it at least, everyone who is in this field of healing has been through so much themselves. Like, this journey also like what it does to those souls who are being brought together they have to go through everything like their whole trauma everything like like me i recently had my kundalini awakening and i had to go through trauma that wasn't even mine to begin with so you know after all my trauma came up. I also have to clear trauma of my family, of deceased loved ones, and it's hard. It is, you know, I did not choose this. It happened to me. Still, I'm blessed. I'm grateful because now I know what I knew probably five years ago, that I need to be exactly doing this this year. <laughs> what I'm doing right now is like, this is what I'm here for, and I can't work a nine-to-five job anymore. I mean, I can, and I will probably for a couple of years, but that's what I'm trying to say with this is waking up to your own mission. Of course, you're not going to be able because the 3D realm is still there. The matrix is still there. You're not going to be able to say, you know what? I'm quitting my nine-to-five job to become a healer tomorrow. Of course not, but you might feel this urge yourself. I feel that many of us feel this calling. It's almost like you have no other choice. Spirit is going to make you. If you don't take this ticket for the ride, yeah, if you don't, you know, if you don't follow your uh, path here, life's going to be even harder. That's at least for me because life was so hard as I was not living in alignment with what I'm supposed to do because for the last 10 years I haven't been in alignment with my mission but it's okay like you know in the end what matters is what you can do right now what we can do together as a collective right now because it's needed more than ever and I'm not going to make a speech out of this um even though I love to ramble you know me guys I love to ramble it's just like my thing uh and I guess you love when I'm rambling too so might as well <laughs> but you get what I mean we're <laughs> doesn't matter if you are twin flame or not because I think you should not you should not really wish and be that's why I said like on TikTok there's this trend it's always, if you haven't experienced it, just like the Kundalini Awakening, you might be like, wow, oh my god, Kundalini Awakening sounds like a lot of fun, actually, sounds super cool and evolved, and that's like the epitome of spirituality, that's super, like, you know, that's a goal, <laughs> 
but it is not a goal because what you have to go through to, you know, for the kundalini energy to even be um, released in you and all the the responsibility that it comes with, your life's never going to be the same. I don't know if many people can handle this because it's way easier to stay in the same place in this matrix, quote unquote. And even if you have your spiritual awakening, there still is such a, like, it's such a reach from getting out of the quote unquote matrix and being thrown into a kundalini awakening. I mean, if I wouldn't have been on the path for 10 years, I probably wouldn't have been able to handle it. So be careful what you wish for, guys. It's like, I don't know. I just also don't believe that the universe will just allow everyone to experience it. Not because some people are, this it has nothing to do with being better or worse or, you know, chosen. It just has to do with you and where you are at right now. And maybe you're not at that point and maybe, maybe it's for you, it's destined to just be with your soulmate. And I guess that's, that's like the way easier connection. It's not so challenging for you. So let's go over 11. I've collected 11, so not too many. I'm going to try to keep the episode as short as I can with how like broad this topic is. So I have collected 11 signs. So it's kind of like a checklist. You can kind of see that you might have met a twin flame because, okay, that was like not well said because you can only have one. There's only one shot. You cannot like have two, three, or I don't know how many twin flames. There's only, it's either one or none. So uh, sign number one is you have, it's like the most powerful connection you've ever experienced. It might make you question everything. It might give you intense emotions that almost make it impossible to look at the person's eyes at times. It's, you know, as I said, it's your soul is remembering soul recognition. You have spent past lives together. You were not only here as of right now incarnated, you have been together on other planes and other timelines and other lives, okay? So that's why it's not like you look someone in the eyes and, oh, they have such beautiful eyes and you're so amazed by this beauty and you know it's way different it's like it hits you like a train literally so when you look into the person's eyes you have these trauma responses coming up and all of this stuff so not not only pleasant number two is the person feels like your home so pretty much in the sense of home even more than your parents, even more than anyone you could ever meet. So it's a feeling of home you can't explain. It's not, you know, home is so much more than just a house you live in. It's home can be something that is found inside of the soul connection. That's why I put it in there. Number three is you will experience out of this world synchronicities and even more like these normal synchronicities i'd call them like seeing a couple of angel numbers a day that's like the normal type of synchronicity that most people who have psychic abilities face every single day but it's going to be like turned up to the max so you cannot escape it you can't go anywhere you know it's it's an angel numbers in songs psychic downloads um you might experience dreams um, of that person or astral project and so on you just are just thrown into this and ex- will experience extreme synchronicities best way to describe it is supernatural so you know depending on the spiritual level you're at you might even get scared <laughs> uh, number four is increased telepathy so you also develop stronger psychic gifts such as i don't know clairvoyance which is clear seeing clear audience which is clear hearing and so on and it goes on with that list so all the clairs all the um ways of having the psychic abilities that include sound seeing um touch smell um, so pretty much everything you know so that also means 
if you haven't ever you know had psychic abilities it might trigger you to have psychic abilities even before even if before you have never been into this topic yourself so number five is also interesting but very logical i guess it's not being able to let the person go no matter no matter what you do so you can't shake them off you so it's like you have them in your head you know their image thinking of them you see them and everyone and everything it's being unable to get them out of your mind and even if you try to you just can't stop uh, physically you will experience things such as heart palpitations um, just surges of heat in your body or surges of energy twitching muscles ears ringing uh, kundalini awakening which is kind of tied to it i'm not going to get too deep into it but pretty much what it does is as soon as the twin flames meet quote unquote so you don't have to meet physically you can also just come across a person and it just happens kind of energy so yeah and the kundalini awakening which is the rising of the kundalini energy from the root chakra which is the lowest chakra the first one up to the crown which is like the energy is traveling up the spine it's kind of like when all your chakras are free to to spin freely and this energy that is dormant within every one of us so every one of us has kundalini energy it's like life force energy and that gets that gets triggered by this encounter i hope i could explain this well more on the kundalini awakening in my episode about it so yeah and mental this is what i was saying earlier is the telepathy so having the same having the same emotions or even having the same thoughts or being able to hear not hear but like just kind of know intuitively what the other person is thinking or going through if it makes sense um number seven is mirrors in your life as as like your childhood like you get to know this person and you see oh my god we have been brought up the same way the childhoods are kind of similar um number eight is as i said distance age gap social or religious difficulties or differences that quote unquote make it on the outside harder to understand so you know if you look at this i don't know if there's someone who has like a 20 year age difference from the outside looking in it might be like um okay it's kind of weird you know to feel so um strongly linked to that person but as i said it's like a 5d connection there's all the rules all the things that we quote unquote know in our world in our matrix which is like you know the religion the age the gender so oh quick side note this can of course also be between men and women so it can be um same gender that's what i mean so it doesn't necessarily have to mean a twin flame will be man and woman it can also represent the same uh gender or same sex relationships quote unquote so yeah that's just a quick side note for me but usually you know it there's something about it that is hindering almost like those people to meet in this 3d world which is kind of the logic behind it is until every person in this connection so it's only two but like until both parties um have worked on themselves spiritually the universe is hindering them from unifying or uniting in the 3d which is like you know with a soulmate you meet them you might get to know each other you're in a relationship you get married and boom and maybe you have kids maybe not you know what i'm saying like it's just like that's like how it goes or can go but like with a twin flame it's more like you meet them you feel this intense energy then you get thrown into a spiritual awakening where you're like you're are forced to work on all your trauma on everything that you've been running from your whole life and then the cherry on top is you can probably 
maybe I don't know like I'm not an expert on it but chances are you might um, have this physical union with that person but that does not have to happen like it can also I guess well be because we all have free will quote-unquote I'm not really sure about this anymore <laughs> more I get into spirituality but we have kind of a free um, with the free will, I'm not really sure the more I get into the whole spiritual journey, but that's another topic. Let's just say, you know, let's say you have this karmic relationship, okay? And it's super, super heavy. It's so stressful, so traumatizing in the end because you're being re-traumatized in order to have the chance to heal. Some people, um, some people choose to stay in this relationship forever. Some, I mean, you know, staying married staying in the karmic relationship and it's okay like that's your choice it's like no one's gonna force you to um to heal but what i mean with free will is the universe will kind of decide to put you in these karmic relationships or the twin flame journey it's like not up to you to to provoke this yeah but yeah you know and twin flames i think as well will also have free will in a sense of um, you choose either healing or running from the healing. I don't know. That's just like my view on it as far as my research goes. Um, of course, I have another point, so I don't want to like make this too long. Number nine is you share similarities that are crazy. That could be, I don't know, you have the same birthday, you have the same life path number, you have uh, similar careers, you have similar behaviors or interests or just like major things that are so like aligning more than just, you know, more than just someone you meet and you're both interested in art or the same bands. You're connected on a very deep level that you just can't explain. Number 10 is being able to feel unconditional love for them. I think that might be the most, um, yeah, the most characteristic, actually, because it's, um, you can't really be mad at that person. Uh, whatever this person is going to decide to do with or without you, you can't really, you know, there's no ego-driven feelings, if it makes sense. It's hard to describe it, but it, because a twin flame, essentially, other than a karmic will never behave so a twin flame would never behave in a way a karmic partner did and i think many twin flames have gone through karmic partnerships in order to be prepared for the twin flame journey which is then you know dissolving all the structures that have been accumulated in the karmic partnership which was very traumatizing and then you have to learn that unconditional love means there's no such thing as, you know, I don't know, belittling someone because of their flaws and, you know, all the toxic stuff that happens in a karmic partnership. As I've just, you know, come out of one, I can tell firsthand it's it's not fun. It's really, it's like the opposite of fun. And it's oftentimes, you know, I, like, I said earlier that many people stay in those relationships and I totally get it because it is, it's almost insane because you get out of this relationship and you're like, how could I possibly, how could I have, you know, how was I able to put up with this for so many years? And yet I did. And then it's up to you to forgive yourself and be like, hey, I mean, I, I see that it was not good for me, but here I am right now and I've survived it quote unquote so yeah but not to be too private here because i'm not gonna like you know strip my soul here in this on this podcast even though you know for my tiktok live streams i'm not you know i've got nothing to hide i mean probably i have some things that i won't tell on this podcast but you know i'm an open book so kundalini awakening is number 11 as i said it's part of the whole so if you're interested in kundalini awakening i don't know i'm pre-recording all my episodes currently i'm producing so many episodes ahead because it's gonna be a wild ride the beginning of 2024 there's a lot to do for me so um either the episode's already going to be up or it's going to come but 
rest assured, there is going to be an episode on the Kundalini Awakening. And I also will have a whole series on the chakras, um, the dark night of the soul, and all of this good stuff, and also a couple of occult topics over on my YouTube channel. So if you want to check that out, um, that would be super amazing. I'm always happy to have you on my YouTube channel as well. And it is at Cedar Moon. So it's pretty much just like my name. Just type it in and you're going to find me or go to my info box of the podcast. So yeah, let's wrap it up and just, you know, put this all into perspective what it is all about. I, th- I see it as a whole. I see this very in a in a scheme of seeing the grand scheme, seeing the greater the for the greater good, okay? So I think as a society, we are currently entering into the 5D. Not everyone's necessarily aware of what's going on, but it's almost like a split is happening. And I think the reason behind it is or what this all is good for is certain people will have to be the ones who tap into their gifts and provide this healing for the collective. And that's not like something, it's not like you win a prize and you get chosen. I think it's rather the universe is just going to decide who, who is it going to be because some people have started their journey way earlier and they can help other people who are just going through what they have gone through earlier you know what I'm saying you know it's it's almost like it comes in waves that's how I see it so and as far as I have seen it's been an increase I mean if you just look at all the people who are waking up to the fact that they are star seeds right now or the twin flame concept even though of course <laughs> some people I guess are going to claim oh I'm a twin flame when in reality they probably just met their soulmate and you know it's it's a it's really I think with everything with every spiritual topic always do your research and of course even if you listen to my podcast, I'm doing my research, but I'd never say like I'm an expert on anything here. I mean, not even on tarot, even though I've been, you know, doing readings for many, many years. But, you know, I think it's, it just gives you, this connection gives you the potential to grow. Like, unlike anything else in this world, it will push you to become your best self, not in the sense of society standards, but in the sense of aligning with your true core and also living unapologetically. It's, um, you know, it's beyond the material time and space. It's beyond our material reality. It is experiencing an energy that you've never felt before. It's a wave of such strong emotions that you... At times, I guess, want to leave your body then, but on the other hand, it's like, this is, I think it's source energy. That's like pure source energy. And as a, as a collective, as a humanity, as a whole, I think we've never been so far away collectively from source energy, you know, just like, just like, think about it. Like, how often are you aware that you're a soul? Like me, like a couple of weeks ago, I was meditating, not even necessarily like really meditating, but laying on the bed, lying on the bed. I don't know. Sorry. It's not my native language. Excuse me, please. And I was just resting and I was suddenly just aware of like, hey, um, this is just my limitation here. My body, this meat suit that I'm wearing, like I'm a soul wow, oh my god, (laughs) like, you know, these profound insights, um, with what happened in 2020, we were all kind of triggered to go more into our spirituality, but now as it, you know, as society is again in this loop of work and hustle and, you know, depending on what you do, how you spend your time, which media you consume and everything, you're, you're not necessarily gonna be resting and 
getting into the states of consciousness that allow you to contemplate on the human existence or like that you are a spiritual being having a human experience but for me this kind of changes everything because when you become aware of you being a soul that changes everything because what is death when you see when you acknowledge that you're a soul of course death is scary because for many of us it's linked to so many emotions as we probably have seen a lot of people in our close family die and it's a very traumatic experience nevertheless as soon as you become aware of you being a soul and an eternal being an eternal not even being but an eternal energy this changes your whole perspective on life and i think it does not take a twin flame journey to realize this you know so uh, the main point i think and that's where we are all led to slowly as a spiritual collective is trust in trust and faith i'd say in the divine and that we are connected all kind of we are all in this oneness and more and more people are seeing this it's like our, our old way of 3D thinking stems from the ego mind and it will not longer work in these capacities as it has. So I am very curious to see where it all will lead us because I do have, like I always almost have these downloads about the collective where I'm just channeling stuff up and I did this reading a couple of months ago on my YouTube channel and I just rewatched it because sometimes I like to do that, you know, um, and I'm like, wow, kind of interesting, because, you know, it makes sense, like, we are all connected, that means you, if you are sensitive enough, you can pick up on the energies of the collective, and for me, like, one tip that I can just give you, because I've been just sensing this, and a lot of sensitive people, and a lot of um, people who um, might even be clairvoyant, clairaudient, and just like having these psychic senses very open, the channels are very open. So a lot of us are super over overwhelmed. Um, a lot of us are super overwhelmed with what's going on. So the best tip I can only give you as we are moving into a whole new state of consciousness is really mental diet or not even in a sense of like self-improvement but limit the amount of negativity that you consume as we are in such a sensitive state of being where the energies become more and more we become more and more sensitive to all kinds of energies and what's going on around us we are picking up on other people's energies and you know we need to really give our soul, our body, the rest that it needs, and also provide, you know, if you're a healer, you need your power to heal other people. You can't be watching the news and expect to have enough energy to heal the collective. If you watch news and consume all kinds of fast food and whatnot, it's like, to me, it just came to me, as with the whole kundalini awakening stuff it's just like that's my rambling tip of the episode oh my god guys i'm talking too much i've had a little bit too much caffeine today so yeah that's my guilty pleasure still i'm you know i'm sober but i'm still drinking coffee and and you know that's like caffeine is caffeine is my thing as someone who has adhd it's 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 a love hate relationship so yeah with that being said let's get to the reading of the week and i hope you're going to check out my new series on youtube and as well if you want to get some bonus material or if you just want to support this podcast i'd be super happy if you want to do this and you can find me on patreon.com slash the witch's haunt okay so um, as I said, I have um, been using the Rider Waite deck, um, which is new for me. I'm just recently getting more familiar with this deck. I really have to say I enjoy it. Um, even though in the beginning I never had that much of a connection, but now it's just like it's working. Ghost to show, guys, always talk to your deck, you know? 
<laughs> I was like, please forgive me, Jack. I've been misjudging you. And yeah, it's it's willing to cooperate. That's amazing. So we have the Ace of Cups here. Um, It's almost like I feel it's emotional, very emotional for you currently, this beginning that is in your life. Um, I'm getting like the energy, especially with a lotus down in the picture. You know, a lotus can grow almost anywhere, even in kind of muddy water. So that is you, you know, currently. You're nothing could like destroy you over the course of your life. There was nothing that could have ever, you know, harmed you in a way to stop you, essentially. You're finding new hope. You're finding new potential for growth. And also with the Ten of Swords in reverse, which is funny because all cards were, you know, there was no single card in reverse as far as I saw before I was shuffling. But whatever, I just took it. So the Ten of Swords reversed symbolizes that you have accepted a a reality instead instead of rationalizing it away you're in a process of healing of recovery of of just like getting out of a very challenging period where you have felt almost powerless or unable to move unable to do anything about it so with the with the ace of cups you're coming out of this you're there is almost like your cup will be filled again kind of energy you know your cup will be running over it will be filled, you know, just trust. There is like, that's like trust in the divine, trust in that you are being guided and you're being taken care of. We also have, which is an amazing card, the four of wands. It's a card of just bliss, celebration, good fortune for you. Like there are, it can either really be something like just the easy times with good friends singing together hanging out having a good talk it's also the four we have stability for a numerology always stability there's like from the ten of swords energy of like hopelessness lack help i'm the victim oh my god poor me my life is in shambles kind of you know of like going through a period of healing emotionally you're taking better care of yourself as well and this will result in these times where it's like you know just like stability you also might be feeling called to do things outside more gardening you know having going on a hike or whatever just like with friends with family spending time it's sometimes also a card that represents children and just like overall family so yeah that's amazing also with the empress energy yeah the empress is to me it is the card of just mother nature energy the empress is just very a card of fertility and abundance you know in a sense of that you finally realize your own abundance you finally realize that the abundance has always been inside of you no matter what uh, financial hardships you might have gone through in the past. You're a source. You are the source of your own um, abundance. So no matter what happens, you know, everything could have could be stripped away from you right now and you'd still be able to rebuild it again. That's how powerful you are. And you have the emotional tools to go through whatever life throws at oh sorry whatever life throws at you because um you have gone through this trauma you have gone through so much hardship you've been prepared i mean you can of course you can always see it as a negative you can always say like oh god poor me and i've been in the victim mentality a big part of my life and many people are and it's okay you know, everyone can slip into this, but you have grown so much and you've realized it doesn't help you to stay in this mentality of, oh, poor me, because you are in the driver's seat. You are, you're so powerful and you're finally stepping into this with the Empress energy. You're connecting yourself to nature and by that you will experience even more abundance because in the end, everything is energy and nature is our source of energy. We need to, you know, appreciate her more and connect with her more because we find so much grounding and just like 
we can come back to what's really important by spending more time in nature. And that will essentially ground you and help you in this process of healing, of finding the way back to your true core, to your mission, to what you're here for on this planet. With the Empress, you're being called to spend more time in nature and um, just appreciating the abundance that is already in your life in a form of let's say just ideas or you know seeing all that you've accomplished because what 5d also means referring back to the episode is we're moving back uh moving away from the mindset of money is everything material items are everything no we're moving into a, a more connected society where it's more about what can i do to serve the collective what is energy and abundance really abundance is also abundance of love of compassion for others that is the true value and not paper printed with some you know symbols on it yeah but like let's not get into criticizing our society even more than i already did i'm not meant to spread any negativity on here it still is a place of positivity this podcast so yeah i'm really happy to see that especially working with this deck even more i'm kind of like feeling more drawn to it so guys i really hope the message resonated i hope you're tuning into your intuitive energy more just leaning into this trust state more trust more flow more intuition just like flowing as of swimming against the current that's also a symbol a vision like a, a, an image that i got in my mind was like stop swimming against the current stop like you know you're in that river and you're trying to hold on to some stones there and some sticks and you're you're slipping away and you're like oh my god this life is so hard Instead, see it as like you're getting into this river and just like let life carry you wherever you need to be in the sense of you're being guided. You're always safe within this journey. So yeah, that was it for today's podcast episode. I was really um, curious as to how you like the topic. And um, yeah, let me know if I should talk a little more about it. Or if you want to have a follow-up episode on these kind of karmic um, relationships that are in our lives as of soulmates, etc. And also, I'm going to have uh, new guests on pretty soon. I'm super excited. So, you know, be on the lookout for my guest episodes as I'm really happy to also have new people on here. It's so exciting. I love it so much. So with that being said, I hope you're having a wonderful magical time and remember to always listen to your intuition because magic lives in all of us blessed be